During the course of this episode, you probably heard me refer to the email address we use as mazeproductions at gmail.com. That's my mistake. The actual inbox is mazeproductionspodcast at gmail.com. In addition, i like to apologize for the poor audio quality. Uh, looks like our interface was glitching a little bit. We will correct that for episode two. And if you're watching on video, well, sorry there is no video. You'll be looking at our beautiful logo. We'll correct all this going forward, and thank you for listening. podcast and right off the bat i'm going to introduce a new member to the maze productions family good friend of mine co-worker cameron bannister he's going to be my regular co-host on the show he's my co-host co-host we host together together uh this is the maze productions podcast um essentially we're just going to be talking about uh video games tech life anything uh we want your involvement in this as well you can uh, find the show at mazeproductions at gmail.com. It's spelled maze like the maze, not like corn in Spanish. We don't do that. I mean, I like corn. M A Z E productions at gmail.com. Write in, give us your thoughts on anything, whether it's what we're talking about or something entirely different. We want to hear from you. Uh, also, before we get started, I just want to thank everybody who has been waiting in the weeds while I have had no activity on my channel in uh, m- months. I appreciate that. I had some personal matters to sort out, and I'm, I'm yeah. in the clear and excited to be back. We're back, baby. To real life. And with that, is there anything you'd like to say before we get get right into it? No, I'm just really excited to do this. And me too. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we'll we'll do this right. And yeah, you know? this is something we've been wanting to do for a while. Yeah, and we've been uh, about it. this was an eventful week to do it. Um, so let's just get right into it. Uh, the Game Awards last night. Oh man! Holy cow! That was crazy. The Game Awards last night. I was fully prepared to come in here today and be rife with the injustice <laughs> that happened to to the Legend of Zelda oh, when PUBG stole its Game of the Year win. Yeah, I was ready to be furious, and thankfully, uh, I'm spared from that because Wowie Zelda did it. Right. Right. I was I was gonna be really mad if PUBG won. And listen, um, listen, this is nothing. Sorry yeah, to interrupt, yeah. but this is nothing against PUBG. PUBG is a phenomenon. It is a cultural juggernaut right now that is just taking over the gaming world. Right. And I and I get it. I love PUBG. You know, from the limited experience I have with it. But I mean, this was this was Zelda's year, man. This this was exactly. this was Nintendo's year. We'll right. get into that later. But this was the year of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say exactly that. You know, PUBG is such a great video game, but uh the the final thing of it the final thought of it is it's not complete yet it's still an alpha right you know i mean it's gonna release here in like you know a month or two but still i haven't had a really good experience with alpha games right uh shout out to daisy (laughs) (laughs) daisy kind of got it all started with the whole you know early access yeah, yeah 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 But no, Zelda, Zelda, oh, yeah. Zelda did it. Man. I thought the Game Awards as a whole were pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the presentation of the, of the show itself was excellent. Right. Um, I mean, there are a lot of cool game previews. We'll probably get into some of that. I mean, Death Stranding looks 
Uh, that looks interesting. Yeah, different to say the least. Norman, Norman, digital Norman Reedus is doing his his, his darndest to make that. When I saw the baby, I was like, "WTF? What?" It's Kojima, man. You just don't you question know, it. Right. The game comes exactly. out, you play it. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be getting that down the pipe. It's PS4 exactly. exclusive. Man, there was like like two hundred twenty thousand people watching it on Twitch. Yeah, I was like, "Dang!" I wasn't even. I, I wasn't even one of them. I was watching it on, on YouTube. Wow. How many views do you think you had uh, had on YouTube on the live stream? Well, I mean, the thing is about that is there were many, many. Like IGN had their own. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The Game Awards channel had their own. I was watching Game Spots. Okay. I mean, there's no. T- I mean, they. Yeah. It had a presence. Right. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. The crowd was huge i mean i know you saw a lot of developers and you saw a lot of owners and ceos of yeah. different uh, games it was a big deal there. yeah uh, uh, man and i mean uh, the topic of today's show is going to be not to spoil anything but i mean this is going to be nintendo show right this is the this is just capped off the year that they had will go down in, in, in history this was an incredible year for nintendo yeah. and We'll get into it, you know, as as we go forward. But for Breath of the Wild to win last night at the Game Awards just was like the cherry on top of this right. magical y- year. Yeah. Ninten- frankly, Nintendo needed it. Yeah. If the Switch hadn't been such a success at launch, I mean, we could be looking at an entirely different right. a- outlook for right. the company going forward. They they went all exactly. in with the Switch, and it, it's paying off. Um, one other thing I wanted to say, this is kind of just for the people watching on video. Uh, yes, we're recording on an iPhone. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> forgot to bring the camera battery and it's still cradled in the charger at his apartment. And that somebody is me. So I apologize for that. Uh, it works, you know, I'll bring it, I'll bring it for next time. Um, yeah. So Zelda, Oh man, you know, that game is so great. Like, um, I, and honestly just the switch itself, you know, should have just like taken everything, you know, on, on this game awards, you know, so. the switch, the switch, Cha- has changed the way I play video games. Right. Yeah. Literally has changed the way I play video games. Yeah. And I and I, I feel like we need to preface, preface this a little bit. Neither of us are, are Nintendo fanboys yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. Right. You game on PC. Yeah. I game on PS4 mainly. Neither of us uh, have been Nintendo loyal. I mean, I haven't owned a Nintendo console since the Nintendo 64. Yeah. I played a lot of GameCube. I played some Wii. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean... We're coming from this from neutral, neutral ground as we yeah, possibly can. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think there's any way you can do the same thing and not give the utmost amount of respect and credit for what Nintendo right. has done with the Switch. I was a detractor of the Switch. Back when it was the NX before they released any yeah. details, details, except for the fact that you're going to be able to take it home, put it on a dock, and play it on the go. That was the first details. And I just thought, here we go. Another oh, gimmick-based console for Nintendo. Right. Another Wii U. The Wii U Part Two oh, with God. the game, and it had all that. And then, uh, honestly, I don't even know what made me buy it. I just was kind of like, I gotta see what this is about. Well, the hype train was pretty. It was, it was rolling, you know. And yeah, like, what is it? Uh, like every store around this area was was just sold out for sold out. for months, yeah. and uh, until about September, October, you couldn't yeah, find one. Exactly. Yeah. Couldn't find one in Washington. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, we. <laughs> This is kind of funny, but so the week it came out, I was had decided, you know, I wasn't going to pre-order one because this console is going to fail. But then that that high, you said the high train got to me. I was calling 
everywhere every store (laughs) i could think of like i was calling stores in longview portland seattle olympia centralia we were went to the beach that weekend and we went to the stores at the beach to like wow there was like a fred meyer in uh warrington near astoria nope (laughs) wow i ended up buying one aftermarket i didn't pay that much above retail so i'm pretty proud of myself yeah Yeah, it, it and i don't regret the purchase one bit it has been a phenomenal console yeah and sure. it Nintendo needed it. Yeah. Especially like especially after the Wii U. Like, honestly, um, before today we were just talking about it. Um, me and my coworkers were talking about the Wii U and I thought they were just talking about the Wii, you know. And uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, the Wii U is a different thing than the Wii? Like I didn't even hear about it, the Wii. It took U. me <laughs> longer than it should have to realize that it was a separate console. I thought yeah. it was an add on for the Wii. Yeah, yeah, right. For years. Right. I think that was probably the Wii U. There was just no eyes on it. And the library exactly. was decent, you know? Mm-hmm. They had a couple. I think the one thing they were really lacking was, like, a strong sandbox Mario game and, like, an original Zelda game. Because yeah. they had a few. They had, they had ports. They had a Wind Waker HD remaster. I think Twilight Princess was on there as well. Um, and then Skyward Sword. And, but they never really had that big AAA Zelda or Mario experience. And I think that hurt the Wii U a lot. Uh, it just felt like kind of a stale period for them. It felt like they were kind of just cashing in on everything that we had done. And the Wii still, to this day, well, the PS4 might be close to, to, to actually catching it, but I believe that to this day, the Wii is still the best-selling video game console of all time. Yeah. It's just crazy to well, think Well, it's about, about to surpass uh, the Wii U sales. Yeah, that's um, actually worth noting that the Switch, yeah. they're expecting by Christmas, it will have surpassed the Wii U's lifetime sales. Yeah, that's in, you in know, one year. Long, yeah, what, well, one less year. than a year. It came out in yeah. March. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's it's so important to, to realize that, you know. Right. And we haven't had, like, us as gamers, like, we haven't had a game where you can actually um, be, like, handheld uh, since, like, I mean, 3DS, yeah, but, I mean... You for, haven't... For like, for, like, me, I mean, I'm not a Nintendo guy. Like, you know, I like to play the PC. I like to sit down. But, um, you know, I, I think the Switch is nice when you can just be handheld and and it's good graphics i mean yeah you know it's yeah it's i mean it's on, it's, on, it's on par with the 316 ps3 maybe a, a, even a little bit better right, in right. some aspects as far as performance goes i mean yeah. if you would have told me two years ago that i would be playing skyrim and a handheld console in my living room while my kids or my wife watch something else on tv no way i would have laughed you out of the building yeah if you told me there was a feature complete skyrim or doom 2016's doom running on a handheld console i would have laughed at you yeah for sure call you crazy and, and i get it you yeah, know for, for the detractors i understand that the ports particularly of doom isn't it's not perfect it's, it's not, not a perfect, perfect port. Yeah. there's some texture and pop in and there's some frame rate dips but i mean sure but i mean if you look at the, yeah. the, the console it's, it's like, on the console you know, this big and, you know it's, it's honestly <laughs> if you take off the joy cons and i've done this my wife has an iphone 7 plus mm-hmm. if you take off the joy cons from the switch and compare it to the size of the seven plus it's not that much bigger no, it's not. not that much bigger than an iphone 7 plus no. that's amazing yeah I, th- I think the technology just when skyrockets we, yeah when we, we talked about, about skyrim and doom i mean that mm-hmm. third that third party support yeah that was the real thing that was the right. the, the death nail for the wii u yeah there's no third party support for it and i get it i mean you have the mass effect games and those reported very poorly to the yeah. wii u I mean, in year one, they've completely turned the culture around of their company. I mean, Rocket League, come on. Rocket, Rocket League, League, come on. Skyrim. Yeah. SteamWorld Dig 2, which is a smaller indie game, but still, right. that was some. that's a third-party exactly. game. Yeah. I mean, they are... It's, that's that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And I'm excited for 2018. Yeah. Um, 
and to see what to see what they have in store. You right. know, just think about this. We still have Metroid Prime Four and a mainline Pokemon RPG coming to the Switch in the future, in either eighteen, nineteen, or twenty. Man, those things I, have I, been I confirmed. Can't, I can't wait until what type of games you know just come out. I know, and this is the first year of their life cycle. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna exactly. they're gonna be able to push they're, the processor a and, little more. And you know, their best games are yet to be released. <laughs> like, um, you know, they're probably gonna. Well, it, Super Smash Bros. Come on, definitely. And it, there's gonna be that. There's gonna be your Animal Crossing on the Switch. Right, so there's gonna right. be, you know. Well, think about that. You said that the best games are yet to come. Yeah. And if you th- really think about that, and I agree with you, I'm not. I don't yeah, disagree no, with yeah. you. But you had Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey, two first-party Nintendo games released in the same year, in the first year of a console's life cycle. That's never happened before. Yeah, you've never had two major first-party franchises release. I mean, I I shouldn't say never because I I'm not looking at any data or anything. I'm just making an assumption. But as far as I know, that's never happened. And they've certainly both haven't gone on to be nominated for best game of the year at the Game Awards. Yeah, I pretty much know that. Right. And you're you see so you've played so you've played more Super Mario Odyssey than Zelda though. Yeah, yeah, I love Super Mario. Um, you know, I, I think it's really cool because it has a certain feel like uh, Super Mario Sunshine, um, you know, that not other Super Mario's had, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I get it. Yeah, I got a friend that's trying to speed run it too. I mean, it's, it's just Good nuts. Luck. Good yeah, luck with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Have he's, you, he's um, good. did you play a lot of Super Mario 64 growing up? Or oh, yeah. yeah. I, I grew up on that. Super yeah. Mario 64, and I'll never forget this moment, was the first 3D game I ever played. Wow. And I was probably four years old when we got our N64. When we got our N64 for Christmas, I was maybe four, maybe five years old. And we'd had an NES and an SNES, and we played that a little bit. And I'll never forget, we got the N64. It was was to my brother and I. We opened it up, and it was like, this is an N64. You know, I didn't really know what an N64 was, but I knew that it was something cool, you know? Right. We took it into my grandma's room. We hooked it up, took Super Mario 64, put it in, turned it on. I was floored. Yeah, dude. I was, I I had, my little brain couldn't comprehend that I was playing a game in three dimensions. Yeah. It wasn't a side, it was a fully three-dimensional game. And I didn't get that feeling about a game, really, until I played The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild again. Where it was, you come out of that cave for the first time, and you see this entire world in front of you, and you just think, this is happening. Like yeah. this is actually happening. I can go anywhere. It was that same sense of wonder mm-hmm. and exploration, and Super Mario Odyssey as well. I got that yeah. feeling to yeah. to to a lesser extent, but for me, it was just that joy of playing a Mario game. Again. Exactly. Yeah. It had that game is so charming. I wouldn't have been upset if if that one game of the year no, either. Not at all. You know. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You know. You know. If if you know Breath of the Wild, you don't didn't get it, and Mario did. You know. Whatever. Yeah. You know, at least uh, you know. Unfinished game didn't get it, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, to but, be honest, the other games yeah. do deserve props. You know, Persona right. Five, Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. PUBG. They, those, those games also deserve no, yeah, a, a yeah. huge amount. Of, they they deserve the praise they get. Too. I mean, yeah. I mean, they came from like Player Unknown. If you guys played it on Arma Three on the PC, yeah. you know, it was a mod back in back then, and it came a long time. Like you had to go to a different website, you know, copy and paste the IP, and then to join yeah. a different game. Yeah. And then from that to run, you know, a completely separate game when with one one person. I mean, he probably had a team, but you know, mainly one person. He yeah. just did that. It's That's crazy. actually I mean, that is a good point. I mean, mm-hmm. we all like the underdog story. Right. And 
PUBG is a fantastic underdog story. Yeah. It has that going for it where it was built from 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 nothing essentially yeah. and it skyrocketed, you know, to the most concurrently played non-Valve game no. on Steam right. ever. Mm-hmm. That is so that is amazing. Yeah. I just I don't know, there's something about what Nintendo did this year that was special. And I know you haven't played a ton of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. No. I put about 110 or so hours into it. And I, you know, I still have to get the new DLC and play through that. And who knows how right. many hours I'm going to put into that. Oh, man. I play my Switch more than I ever anticipated I would. I play my Switch right now more than I'm playing my PS4. Wow. And I have Horizon. That's insane I still have to beat Horizon on my PS4. And you still play your Switch? And I'm playing, I'm playing Skyrim on my Switch right now. Oh, my God. Well, well Skyrim's the, good, Here's the know. thing. Here's the thing. No. And this is, goes back to me. It changed the way I play video games. Right. Usually I want to sit on my TV with my controller, and you are even more hardcore than that because you're on your PC, right, yeah. with a monitor. Right. See, I'm used to playing on the television. There's something about popping that off the dock, laying on the couch, and just playing with a hand. I'm playing yeah, Skyrim. Man. I mean, it's nostalgia. I mean, I'm I, getting I, sucked I re- into the trap. Yeah, of, well, know? I remember playing, you know, Pokemon back in the day. Yeah. The color, you know, having that thing, you know, and just running around with it. Yeah. And, um well, it's, yeah. it's crazy to think about if you... So if you look at the, 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 the next most powerful console handheld, you're looking at probably, what, the Vita? I'd say the PlayStation Vita. Yeah. And the PlayStation Vita is a good console. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good handheld gaming console. But compared to the Switch, it's night and day. And that was only a few short years. Right. But I, I, don't even I, mean, really, I don't even really consider the Switch a handheld, though. I kind of just consider it a it's, it's hybrid. It's a hybrid. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, I mean, the Wii U did that kind of, right? Did the Wii U do that? Well, right? so the Wii U, you could play on the gamepad, but you had to be within basically a 15-foot radius of your Wii U. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at the like the... Like the first time that this has been introduced, um, you know, efficiently and, you know, mass produced like this. And, you know, it's, it's just nuts. Definitely. Yeah. And I guess we can probably address some of the flaws that the Switch has. Because I don't want to sound like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right. pouring, <laughs> pouring down love. I love my Switch. But, yeah, I mean, there's no virtual console yet. Mm-hmm. They just now added Hulu to it about a month and a half ago. I mean, it, it's a bare bones. The, the, the cross save and the cloud save function still isn't there. We're still waiting for that. Wow. You can transfer your save data now, which is nice. So, I mean, it has a few hiccups and bumps on the road. It's not a powerful machine. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it kind of is. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, within, within, what, within the confines of what they want the Switch to be, right. the way they can squeeze performance out small, of it yeah i exactly. find it amazing yeah but. exactly like uh i mean it's it lacks the fps but as a pc gamer like it lacks fps right but on a handheld console 30 fps i, I believe is what it is 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 great i mean that's great for a handheld like you know game I agree. video game you Couldn't know agree more yeah i mean i'm just used to like 100 you know, 50 FPS plus or something, right, you know, right. like that. But I mean, see, I don't even come from that background. I've, yeah. I've been gaming on consoles yeah, pretty much my entire life. Like and so 60 FPS or something, you know, I, I, don't, I don't notice frame rate as much as, right. I mean, I, I notice it, yeah. but it's not something that's on, on the top of my, on the top of my head, like it might be for somebody like you. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah, the switch has its warts. Like, mm-hmm. like it's yeah, not a perfect sure. console. I've had a few crashes online. Uh, it's got some weird layout decisions. The eShop's kind of clunky if you want to look at that. But I mean, on the whole, it's it's phenomenal yeah. um it's awesome 
I, we've been talking about Nintendo this whole time, and we haven't once mentioned they have the two biggest mobile games of the year. Oh, yeah. Super Mario Run, which technically came out in December of last year, mm. but Super Mario Run, I believe on Android and iOS, was the most downloaded free game of 2017. That's and nuts. they just dropped an Animal Crossing game for mobile that people are going Ooh. crazy over on social yeah. media. I haven't played it yet, but I, I intend on downloading I, it and playing it. Yeah, I, I, I love Animal yet. Crossing. Yeah. Uh, I played the heck out of the first one uh, You know, at friends' houses on their GameCubes. And I'm really looking forward to the next one uh, that they make on the Switch. But in the meantime, I mean, to have it on your mobile phone. You know, Something. And then, yeah. I mean, and also you have to mention the classic consoles. Yeah. Those might be even hotter than the Switch maybe it's hard it's hard to say but i mean you can't find those anywhere either right they are cashing in on that nostalgia kick yeah at the perfect time and there there is one thing that really bugs me about the classic consoles i don't have either of them Mm -hmm. i'd i mean sure like as a collector and as a as a fan of video game history i would love to have them but i feel like that's the reason we don't have virtual console on the switch yet I feel like they're trying to milk as many sales of the classic console as they can, and then later they'll put the virtual console on. And and that goes back to what I'm saying is, um, you know, it's not at its prime yet. Yeah. You know, and they're yeah. waiting a couple of years for that. You know, uh, I think that's probably one of the reasons. You know, they would sh- they just want to do that. Yeah, they want to they want to milk the sales, and that's right. understandable. Yeah, understandable. Let's say they do a certain extent. You know, I don't want to be like EA. You know. Yeah. Let's say okay. Let's say let's play a little game. This isn't on our show sheet, so we're just kind of flying from the cuff right now. Okay. So, let's say the N64 Classic is coming, because it's it's probably coming. Oh my god! You can get let's you can get ten games on the N64. Pretend that licensing yeah. pretend that licensing is not an issue, and you can right, get any right. N64 game. What, what ten games are you putting on? I'm writing these down. Wait, wait, what? You get to pick ten games. They're going to be on the N64 Classic. Any games. From the entire library, of just games, or from just the N sixty four, N sixty four for the N six. So, pres- assuming so, oh, you Cameron Bannister, yeah. your new job is you get hired by Nintendo and you are choosing the games for the Nintendo sixty four Classic Edition. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina, yeah. Okay, so oh, that, okay. Oh, another rule: only one game per franchise. I think that's fair. Ooh, one game. So you don't get Majora's Mask if you get Ocarina of Time. I'm voting for Ocarina of Time. Can we make that unanimous? Yeah, yeah, we can. Ocarina of Time. That's one of the best you know, games I've ever honestly, made. Honestly, the, the games I played on the Nintendo 64, we only had like a handful, probably like four or five. Um, so like the ones I played was GoldenEye. You know, GoldenEye is a really good one. I agree. GoldenEye's got to um, be on there. You know, and uh, Mario 64. Mario 64. And, you know, those were the games. And, and maybe like... I don't know. Yeah, the, Here, those are a majority. I mean, now, here's a question, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot. If, if I, I told, told you, you could only have one rare first-person shooter, are you picking GoldenEye or are you picking Perfect Dark? GoldenEye. I'm, I'm picking Perfect Dark. Dark. Really? I love Perfect Dark, dude. That game took everything that GoldenEye was, and it and it elevated it, I think, to like the next level. Perfect Dark is really good. Really? I might go perfect dark on that you know i'll leave it goldeneye okay my co-host gets to make the decisions Damn. you know what i'm saying yeah uh i mean if you could just think of you could almost make an n64 classic just with rare games yeah for sure <laughs> you know we got donkey Kong 64 oh what do you think such a good yeah yeah i played that um banjo kazooie banjo tooie one mm, game per franchise though yeah banjo kazooie yeah 
It's crazy. You know, it's funny though. I feel like, you know, when I was a kid, every game was good. Yeah. You know, you know once you take those nostalgia goggles off, like I feel like the N64 library doesn't, and I'm probably going to get put on blast on Twitter for this. <laughs> People are going to clip what I'm about to say and they're going to spread it all over the internet on blogs. But here, this is a hot take, everybody. Oh, hot take coming in. I don't think the N64 library is as deep as you remember it. I don't think it is. I don't think the N64 library is as deep or as great as we're remembering it. Dude, taking shots at the Nintendo 64, man. You know, I, I, I but I, I kind of like agree to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't have that great library that we remembered. I agree. Um, the, the, yeah. I think the first 3D libraries of of the two – well, the Dreamcast has a pretty good library. But if you look at the PlayStation 1 or the N64, I don't like either of those consoles has a deeper library as you remember. And there's a lot yeah. of great I – think, I think – now, this is just my opinion. I think the PS1 library blows the N64 library completely out of the water. Yeah. There were some really good PS1 games. That was I, when I really you know, started to get into gaming. Yeah. Like on the PS1, into the PS2 era. I mean, the, the, the first Tomb Raider game. Yeah, I think – the only like I had a PS One, but it was at my father's house, and you know the only games I really played was like Spider Man. I mean, like I was, it's pretty. That was young. a great game. I was though. pretty young. That was a know, great game. But, so, but that was an awesome game. I mean, I just remember swinging through like the city, and like it fell, you died. You know, it yeah. was just clouds yeah. above everything. It was nuts. You know. I mean, the Silent Hill games were originally on the, the PlayStation Ooh, the first Silent Hill games. Oh man. But I mean, we're kind of getting off crazy. topic. But yeah, uh, yeah other games for the N- you know other games for the N sixty four classics, Mario Kart sixty four. Oh yeah, for sure. Paper Mario. Mm. How many Mario games are you putting on the N- on the N64? <laughs> all of them? Every Mario game, <laughs> every one. Well, to be fair, if you look at the N sixty four, the uh, Super Nintendo Classic, they have Super Mario Kart, they have Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, and they have Super Mario World. Yeah, and I think they have Yoshi's Island too. I could be wrong, but it's a lot of Mario games. Yeah, he's he's the flagship though for Nintendo. Right. So I think you put I do think you put Paper Mario on there. I love Paper Mario. And then oh, you kind of start to get to more other fran- like do you put uh I kind of want to put Pokemon Snap on the N64 classic. I really liked that game. Yeah. I'm not putting either Pokemon Snap game on. Why not? They don't hold up. Really? They're just battle sims. Yeah, but I mean yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. they're popular. Yeah, yeah. If, if you wanted to play like like Pokemon Stadium, just just go get a Game Boy and just... or a 3DS and buy Pokemon Sun. It's, yeah, it's a much better battle sim if that's what you want. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about back in the day. Yeah. If you wanted a better yeah. battle sim, just you know, just get the Game Boy. Oh, don't miss, don't, don't get me wrong. I think that the Pokemon Stadium was a good three D. I mean, yeah. the, the three, it being three D and that having different gimmick, animations right? for different Pokemons. You know, that was great. What else? Man. I have no clue, man. Buck, Buck Bumble. <laughs> Do you remember Buck Bumble? Nope. Uh, That's why I, I laughed awkwardly. <laughs> man, Buck Bumble, Buck Bumble was, he played this bee. He might have been a hornet. I think he was a bee. And you had to go, I don't even remember what you did in the game. I think you went and collected honey or something. I got it for Easter one year. And all I remember about it was that it had this like really, really catchy song. I'll have to show you the song when we're done recording. Maybe I'll include a small sample of it if I won't get copyright stricken. By the, the the podcast gods. I might I might throw a little bit in there, but it had this yeah. really like bossa nova like drum and bass theme song. It was uh, oh, you don't yep. have to hear it, but that's that's, that's all that stands out about me about that that's game. Cool. I'm sure we're leaving some off the list. Yeah. Oh, sure. Do you think it's coming though? Do you think the N64 Classic is coming? Um. It's almost you know, inevitable, it's, right? it's, Yeah, it's an inevitable, but, like, 
kind of it would be really cool to have it but um i kind of wish they may not release it i'm just gonna say that up front because you know it's it's a really touchy subject and touchy like console to re-release because it's so nostalgic i mean everybody's gonna want it though but Still, maybe. but you know, we're saying that about the N64. Maybe the older generations were saying that about the Super Nintendo and Probably. the NES Classic. Yeah, of course. Um, oh yeah, that's a good point. The thing that yeah. concerns me about these these classic consoles is if and only if those are the reasons we have a virtual console on the Switch. Don't do it. <laughs> you yeah. know, give me the virtual console right. over the actual console, I guess, in yeah. a way is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I don't know. I just know that it's probably coming anyways, no matter what we do. Yeah. We can't stop it. Nope. And the bummer thing to think about is, you know, GoldenEye, if they do make an N64 classic, oh, man. there's a good chance GoldenEye wouldn't even be on it. There's licensing problems with the 007 license. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you, gotta, you have to think about that. So maybe Perfect Dark is the only option. Oh, no. See, <laughs> the sky's falling. Don't do it. It is. I, mean, I loved Goldeneye as a kid. Yeah, Goldeneye was pretty good. Can I, I tell mean, you? Can I, I tell you a little bit of an embarrassing story about Goldeneye? Yeah, go for it. Peed my pants playing that game as a kid. <laughs> I was about nine years. I was too old to be peeing my pants, but I'll elaborate. It was a snow level. I was about nine years old, so I was too old to be doing right, what I was doing. Right. It was a snow level. Mm-hmm. And the objective was I had to go get some microchip and put it in something else. Yeah. I don't, I'm yeah, yeah. fuzzy on the details. Right. And I just really wanted to get through this section, but sure. I really, really had to pee. True gamer right there. And I was like, I'm, ju- I'm just waiting. I'm not going to do it. And it got to this really intense part of the, of the, of the uh, level. And I just let it go, man. I just let it go. Oh, man. I let myself playing double golden. I double seven. True gamer right here, guys. True gamer. I was, I was hardcore back He's in the hardcore. Day. I mean, you, you didn't even piss in a bottle. You were like, fuck it. <laughs> you know? Right, right in, the, right in the pants. Right. That's my right. lasting memory of Goldeneye. I you know that time I wet myself playing the game. It's <laughs> a great memory. I was hardcore back then, I guess. Man. Dude, I guess. What happened? <laughs> I don't even think I beat the level either. That's the oh, worst no. part. That's the worst part. Oh, raised it quitter? I guess. Oh, no. I guess. <laughs> Man, I mean, I mean, I can't blame you. Yeah. You're nine years old, piss your pants, and that's you're right. like, okay, I should probably shouldn't that's right. this. Yeah, not to do a, a, a 180 off of the uh, uh, pissing of the pants story, but <laughs> what do you think's next for the Legend of Zelda? How are they going to top Breath of the Wild? If, if Breath of the Wild, so I kind of look at it like Breath of the Wild is the GTA 3, right? Please don't make Battle Royale Zelda, <laughs> they won't. <laughs> Although I wouldn't be surprised, everyone seems yeah, to be right. jumping on that bandwagon. Right, but right. I, I don't think they would. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of look at Breath of the Wild as the GTA Three of this console generation. It's the game that reinvented open world sandbox games. Yeah. How do you top that? GTA did it with Vice City. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think you have to first. Um, you know, give it a couple years to do something. You know, for them to come up with something, and then, you know be amazed like you were with this game it's gonna hit you out of nowhere it's gonna be like you know you're just not gonna, not gonna see coming yeah i mean i don't know what it is but i'm sure it's going to be 
groundbreaking. Yeah. That's one thing that the Legend of Zelda has always done has broken new ground. Kind of Nintendo in general, though. They've right. always been the ones who are at the forefront. And sometimes those technologies don't exactly work yet. Yeah. But they've always been at the forefront. Look at the Wii. I mean, everybody had a Wii. Yeah, for sure. Grandmas and grandpas had Wii's. Yeah. People who didn't have never play owned a video game console in their life had a Wii. Exactly. I think. You know, it was just so different. They used the, time, the remotes you know? for yeah. the video yeah. game inside. It was it was the first step for really virtual reality and motion controls. Yeah, and... motion. Yeah, I mean, What's maybe funny? not the first step. But you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, right? I, got, you, I got, you, got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean they've always been like that, and their games are no different. And, and to be clear, I'm not expecting a new Zelda game for yeah years. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't even know if it'll be on the Switch. Yeah. Typically, with these games, you get one big flagship release per console generation right so if you look at uh, the only exception was the nes right you got mm-hmm. super mario bros one two and three on the nes yeah and then on the snes you got uh super mario world and then yoshi's island which is technically super mario world 2 right but then on the n64 you only had mario 64 and then on the gamecube you had super mario sunshine that's such a good game it's a good game. but oh then gosh. to be fair you got two mainline mario games on the wii you got super mario yeah. galaxy and galaxy 2 yeah, Galaxy was all right. It was a different change of pace. I love Super Mario Galaxy. You know, it, it took me a while to get used to, you know, the different worlds and the stuff. The spherical you know, running. Yeah, and exactly. That game did some really it was, cool it things, was, It was really groundbreaking at the time. And, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, I'm not really looking at this. You might want to try it again. Yeah. No, I, I, I tried it, you know. It's all right. I mean, it, but I like, I like the style now. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, um, you know, as I remembered it, as I remember it right now, yeah, you know it was different. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, most definitely, it was it was really different. I remember when I first heard in Odyssey that main you know cap throwing mechanic. I kind of thought the same thing. Uh, how you feel about Galaxy? Yeah, exactly. Thankfully, when I played the game, that was just quelled in an instant. You know what's weird is is I didn't have that feeling with Odyssey. Really? Yeah, yeah, like that's that's funny that yeah I didn't have the feeling at all. I was like, dude, this is cool. You can throw your cap, you know. Yeah. You can well, jump I, off I only it. had it in the supplemental material, like in the trailers and right. the articles I was reading right. about the game. Of course, like, ah, I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, but it's super fun. The feeling's really fun. That like, first time especially... you possess a T Rex. <laughs> spoilers! <laughs> you can play Oops, spoilers. You get to possess a T Rex. It was in yeah. the E3 trailer though, so you shouldn't be too surprised. Yeah. Well, we just played that game earlier, which kind of just fell off the rails. We didn't do it. We ended up with three games on our <laughs> NC Super Classic list. So, so what are the three games? Uh, Ocarina of Time, Goldeneye, and Mario 64. That's a good games right there. Those are three great games. Yeah, right. I'm kind of changing my mind about the N64 the more I think about it. Like, yeah, that had a pretty good library. Yeah. <laughs> Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, yeah. Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart, Paper Mario. Oh, man. Pokemon Snap. I think Pokemon Snap's a really good game. Do you know about it? Mm-mm. Stop the podcast. <laughs> Cameron Bannister doesn't know what Pokemon Snap is. Were you a Pokemon fan growing up? Yeah. And you've never played or heard I of Pokemon Snap? the crap out of Pokemon Stadium, dude. That's what you've I You've got to play Pokemon Snap. You're, so you're a Pokemon photographer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I You've know heard this. Of it, yes. Yeah. Yes. And you're on the, you're on, it's basically, it's like a rail, well, shooter, you're, but you're shooting pictures you're of Pokemon. Like you're in a zoo or something. You're just like taking pictures. Well, of there's Pokemon. a bunch of different stages, right? You're right. Like, there's a, a fire level, a water level, mm-hmm. and you're just taking pictures of Pokemon. 
It's amazing. It's, and did it did it give you a score on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, right. Professor Oak suddenly became a, a photography critic. One of his many skills, apparently, he can critique photography. That filter is not right. <laughs> that was a terrible Professor Oak impression. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, yeah. do your professor, uh, Professor Oak. Uh, mm, that's not very good. That was a better professor. You know what? Email us. Productions at gmail.com. You know, you know, in the comments, I want to see uh, who did better. Who's Professor Oak impression was better. Yeah. You can rewind it if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was the game. You just took pictures of po- There was like hidden paths and unlockables. There was a point in my life that I could beat that game in like 15 minutes. And there was like 10 levels. So I was flying through that. Speed running? I speed run Pokemon Snap. Wow. That's going to be on my gravestone. That's my life. Yeah, yeah. That's my number one accomplishment. On your resume? Yeah. Speed run. Speed run. Speed run. Pokemon Snap, I see. Prove it. He just gets out of N64. Hired. Can you beat Permanent. my record? <laughs> you know. Man. Anyways. Yeah. So our three games. Yeah, right. Four Classic is coming. Hire us, Nintendo. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Three good games, though. Yeah. We kind of wanted to end on a uh, different kind of game. So it's, a, it's the season of giving. It's the Merry Holidays. Oh, Holiday, jing, jingle dingle, jingle Christmas time thing. Holidays. Whatever holiday you choose to celebrate. And in that situation, Santa Claus may or may not be coming to town. No. If you've been good, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. And he knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. Oh, man. However, I, we thought, I, I say I, I, I have a co-host. This is my partner. This is my. This is my. I see him. He's forgetting my dude. About me. Yeah. We thought yeah, it would be kind of a fun idea. Yeah. It... That's a that's a dog. <laughs> he's, he's not. not being, I don't think he's being tortured. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. No. He's. Uh, he's definitely just saying hi to people. He's just saying hi. Don't worry about it. Um. Anyways, back. <laughs> back to the task. We can yeah. distract him very. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Sorry. We thought it would be interesting to say if Santa Claus had connections to the game industry hear me out it sounds ridiculous if santa claus had connections to the game industry and he could grant you one magical merry christmas santa claus wish this year what would you wish for i'm gonna have cameron go first i'll say mine after all right so i think if 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 i I can you know any developer on any game or anything like that um you know create a new game or whatever you know, I'd probably do a new Jack and Daxter game. That, that I love game. It. Yeah. yeah that I game. would love a new... Uh, imagine with, with, with what Naughty Dog has done since those Jack and Daxter games, what they could do with a new Jack right. and Daxter. And, and I believe they, they, they announced uh, Jack and Daxter 4, um, but they never completed it. They never did it. And they abandoned it. So, so I think ultimately it's probably never going to happen. But, you know, if, if Santa come through, you know... No. Yeah, big, 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 big red, big red the man big guy in the North Pole. Come on through. I would love that. I, yeah. I played the heck out of Jack too. As a yeah, kid, yeah, me too. I would stay up to like four in the morning on yeah, weekends playing. Exactly. exactly. I, you know, I would play with my cousin all the time. He was my gaming buddy, and uh, if we just play the crap out of that game, I mean, we'd have two two separate PS2s and two separate TVs. That's awesome. We'd be going, I love going it. crazy, I love you know. And oh man, it was just so good. You never know. Never yeah. say never. Right. And maybe this is a sign of things to come. They recently just released, uh, I think, the first two Jack games and the Jack Racing game on the PlayStation Ooh. Store. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think Jack Three, Jack and Daxter Three, 
was the, was the game that they released like racing. Yeah. I, I believe. I think. Do you, do you remember playing? Jack I don't Three? recall exactly. I think the yeah. only one I really ever played was one and two. Yeah, the third was phenomenal. I mean, I loved it. Yeah, and I think first a lot in that game. Yeah, it's awesome. I would love. I would love a new Jack and Daxter. That's a good one. But, but that's that's weird. That you know. Yeah. I mean, it could just, be a sign of things to come. It might, but it might just you know. Naughty Dog has a tendency of acting very deliberately about things. And I don't know how involved they were bringing right. these ports to the PlayStation 4. Probably not very much. Yeah. They had no say in bringing the Crash reboot back. Yeah, That was Activision's job. Which, by the way, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, if you haven't played it, play it. Because it is, is it good. Oh, it's a blast. Oh, Especially if you grew up playing the Crash Bandicoot. I, I heard it's actually kind of hard. Super hard. Yeah, that's Super what I heard. I don't remember the games being that hard. But actually, I guess the developers kind of came out and were like, yeah, we might have bumped up the difficulty in the first game a little bit. Yeah, I know Crash Bandicoot, that racing one. Yeah, Crash Team Racing. <laughs> yeah, I it played, was so good. Oh, man, I played the crap out played of that Played the heck one. out of that game. Yeah. Uh, no, was, New Jack Daxter, I would sign me up. I'll buy yeah? it day one. Yeah. I'll buy anything Naughty Dog makes, right? though. It's got to be Naughty Dog, right? Like, is that kind of what we're d- we've decided? Yeah. What other developer would you think? Insomniac. Mm. That Ratchet and Clank remake was really good that they put yeah, out last year. It was, but I don't know. It's got to be Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. It's yeah. got to be Naughty Dog. Well, mine. Ooh, this can be a sensitive topic. Mine's a little more controversial than that, and I want to say this has nothing to do with loot boxes. Okay, it has something to do with Y'all loot boxes. It. Everyone's everyone who's watching and listening at home, if they're listening in the car, screaming at the stereo. They know what it is, and it's predictable, and it's 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 what it is. This is my Santa Claus, big old big old Santy. Please, I'm praying to Santa right now. <laughs> praying to Santa? Please, is he a god? Please, Santa, <laughs> revoke EA's Star Wars license. Da da da. <laughs> I, I and this, like I said, has little to do with loot boxes i just think that ea is not in the position to be making single player story driven open world star wars games i can see it if you are a fan of of multiplayer and you like the loot boxes i can see where battlefront 2 might be i'm just asking for a real single player rpg you know and just think about if, if that license can go to any other yeah, what, what, developer. What developer you're thinking? If I could have my pick, I mean, two weeks ago I would have said Visceral, right? Wow. Yep. But EA closed the door on that one. Mm-hmm. We're not getting that game now. Realistically, so I have my, like, my pie in the sky and I realistic. Mm-hmm. So if I could, I mean... Guerrilla Games, the makers of Horizon Zero Dawn, they can make a pretty good Star Wars game. Yeah, they could. How about this one? How about Bethesda? Ooh. Imagine an open world Star Wars RPG. You know, Bethesda. Imagine that skill tree. Imagine, imagine, imagine the locations that game would take you. Dude, that would be legendary. Now that would sell. And people would buy loot boxes not caring at all either. Bethesda, I mean, they're not going to screw us over. Whatever. Well, it's not even loot box. People would just buy DLC for that. Right. Exactly. They'd buy a story expansion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. Or if you wanted something more linear, how about a Naughty Dog made? Ooh. Yeah. That would be kind of edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, but Bethesda did that would be my probably my top pick. Yeah, Bethesda, that, Bethesda or Guerrilla Games. Yeah, 
CD Projekt Red. The maker, of the, Witch, the maker of the Witcher series. Yeah. See? Yeah, but... I don't know. It feels more of like a... I don't know. I mean, what type of feel do you get from the game? What, what do you want to feel when you're playing that uh, story mode? Uh, that's that's a, that's actually a fair question. So, I want, again, please Santa. I just want an open world RPG with a strong main quest and some just some good. Doesn't have to be a lot of good side quests. Just give me some good side quests. And I want a living, breathing world. You know. You're looking at like Knights of the Old Republic. Like, that yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that that. That would be and first person too. I mean, I don't think they were the first person, were they? First I mean, or third? Yeah, could go either way. Yeah, like I Skyrim, mean, you can switch back. And forth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be kind of cool. I yeah. just think that EA at this at this point in their lives as a developer and as a publisher, I don't think that their head is in the right space to be handling yeah. such an important license. You know, I don't even think. I mean, I almost. It's so important because the mu- the movies are such a success. I almost I mean, like, here's the thing about EA. I almost chose that they would for this topic instead of Star Wars, I almost chose that somebody would take away their NFL license. Wow. I don't like EA games, dude. I just don't. I can't remember the last EA game The Sims 2 maybe was like the last EA game I thoroughly remember enjoying. You know, and uh, that's, that's a lie. lie. Okay. Time out. What? Time out podcast timeout that was a that was an egregious lie uh i love mass effect really yeah all the mass effects i, I didn't effect. really like mass effect i like dead space yes. a lot so to say that that was that was a bad statement i shouldn't have made that statement i formally apologize i have enjoyed ea games Dude, but it's you're just you're just putting shots out there man you're shooting <laughs> shooting every gamer okay, we see you hiding bro we're, we're gonna get you we see you hiding. Well, I shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> the point remains: I haven't enjoyed right. a single-player-based game in a while. Now, now, but I've I've seen some gameplay of the EA, um, you know, Star Wars, and it's it's not it's not bad. I haven't played it myself, and I don't want to support that type of stuff. But I mean, my cousin he he has he has it, and um, he loves it. I mean, he just loves it. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Like that's what that's what he's saying. You, you can't it. It's it's like, for yeah. somebody. That game is for somebody. Right. That somebody the, just isn't myself. Yeah, exactly. So in a way, I'm being but, greedy and I'm being but, selfish by asking for this. Yeah, but do you think like you know, even if you have the taste in that, you think you should still support a you know EA for doing what they did? Now, I you know feel very strongly that nobody should support that game mm-hmm. or that studio right. ever again. Okay. I think it's that bad. Well, wow. I think that they overstepped their boundaries so much that there's almost nothing they can do to regain my favor. Yeah. And I say, I said almost nothing. Uh, okay, they've, been, yeah. they've been doing a if, lot of the right thing if they, since it came out. Yeah. They've, they've changed their structure and they've made a lot they of changed it after arguing about it. And yeah. And then they, and then what they did was they were like, okay, 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 okay. we'll 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 reduce um, the amount of credits or whatever currency it has um, to get you know let's say a loot box, but 
we we increase um uh, so we lower that and then we will increase the um the amount of time it gets you yeah. know yeah. i mean it, it's like they're they're trying to like come behind you and just just screw you you know it's yeah it's, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too yeah right exactly they, I, and i understand that they need to make their money and they have a lot of people with eyes on this project and they want their profit to be in the not the millions they want their profit margin to be in the billions yeah and i understand that i mean that's games haven't gone up in price for a lot of years but my issue is when you have games that are stuffed to the content that are coming out for less than what battlefront 2 retails for Mm. plus the microtransactions I don't play that. No. Do you, do you believe, by the way, do you believe that Disney was the reason that they pulled microtransactions from Star Wars Battlefront 2? No. I don't believe it. Really? Sure. I think that Disney saw all this bad press for with Star Wars attached to it, and they said, dude, we got The Last Jedi coming out in like three weeks. Do something. Oh, yeah. Do guess, something. Yeah. I don't care what you do. Do something. Yeah. And I think I think they were under pressure from Lucasfilm and Disney. I really do. Oh, I mean, Lucasfilm, I mean, they're not even a thing anymore are they? right no it's just disney yeah but still disney does want to get that publicity. Any publicity is good you know yeah is it though i don't know what i have i i mean I that like if somebody story, says star wars, wars you're gonna be like i hate that game you know? right but at least you know star wars but then you know, i also say i hate that game and i'm not giving my money to the last jedi I wouldn't. Do that. I, 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 I understand. Now that now that, that okay, so that that goes to the difference between EA and Disney, right? And um, I and I understand. Right. Obviously, I know that there's a separation there. Right. But does the think, average mom or dad who's hearing on the? I mean, this was on, this was on mainstream. This was on the right. mainstream media. Right. Did they understand that difference? That's I think where it gets tricky. You know, and and that's I think Disney should feel responsible for it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it happened on their watch. I just think that EA. That's it. I mean, drop mic. You know. I really think that EA bit the big one, and it it hurt gaming. It hurt the industry for. Yeah. I mean, it was nothing but bad yeah, but, news. But I think I think um, is that that's what we needed as pushes uh, uh, as a push for gamers. Um, you know, give that one little game that's like, you have to pay twenty bucks for a character. You can't play. Yeah. You can't play Darth Vader. Yeah. You just need that push just to try to stop loot boxes that you can buy. I actually agree and, with that. And, you know, like loot boxes that actually like improve your gameplay. Pay to win games. It was the worst games. And it, it, it was in the beta and when right. the game when the game was in early access, it was dangerously close to pay to win. Right. It, it was it was teetering on that ledge. Yeah. And like you I said. I mean, a lot of games played that, but yeah. this just pushed it over well, the edge. The thing is, the thing is. Yeah, in a way, maybe it's a blessing in disguise right. because now some of these game companies are going to be like, well, I kind of know my limit now. Like, yeah. I need to back off a little bit. Yeah. However, you do see that tactic, but the difference is 90% of the time it's in a free-to-play game. Yeah. You'll see right. it in games. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. they got to make their money somehow yeah. in free-to-play. Yeah. And, you know, people that argue about that, it's like, I mean, if let's just say you're a developer for a small, um, a small company like that, and you're gonna, you're not gonna get paid. You're gonna get laid off if they don't yeah. release them. Yeah. But that's not, yay. 
yeah it's not ex- not at all yeah it's they're rich you know they're the studio that buys the smaller studios exactly. and puts them out of business right right exactly and and big companies like that that don't have any respect for gamers i don't think they should be able to make any games anymore to be honest there should be a board there should there should be a board like a board that like oversees like you know who makes games and stuff you know but at the same time i mean that'd be kind of Iffy. Well, I mean, the best way to speak with your wallet, right? right. And I think that's happening with Battlefront too. thankfully. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny that I also said that this wasn't about microtransactions and we spent the last five or six minutes talking about nothing but microtransactions. <laughs> to be fair, this is our first episode. That was a huge story. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that was in the mainstream media. Right. That wasn't just in games media. That crossed over. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, personally responsible as a gamer to talk about that type of stuff because, yeah. you know, you, you don't want to see that in games. That's yeah. where it goes downhill. Yeah. And then that's when you're not going to enjoy your games. I guess for me, it's, you know? it's, it, it really is less about the loot boxes, but that is a portion of yeah. it. And, it. and for me, it's more about just that, that single player is, is so weak. I want, I want to feel, I want to feel, uh, like I live in this universe, you know. Yeah, exactly. I want I want to be immersed yeah. in a Star Wars you a world, not a multiplayer map for five minutes. Yeah. I want to be in a world, you know. Surrounded by you know. And if you like that multiplayer, multiplayer, and multiplayer games, you know, right. I, I played a lot of Fortnite this year. Yeah, the Battle Royale. Oh, I thought man. it was super fun. So I like multiplayer games, but there's some points when I just want to sit down and put 150 hours into an open world. Right. And Star Wars for me is just. The, the lore for Star Wars exists already. That's the thing. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. You can tap into it. Right. Imagine, oh, man. You know, but, like, it's not that type of games anymore, you know? In Call of Duty, who plays the campaign? And how strong is the campaign anymore? It's not that strong anymore. That's a good anymore, point. You know? You know, let, let's, let's, let's play, you know, something else. You know, like, any other single-player slash multiplayer game you're most likely going to be playing multiplayer if you're, I mean, at least for me as, that's a, fair know, point. That's a, fair point. as a PC gamer. You know. But I mean, you look at it at the other side of the coin. Yeah. Let's look at mm-hmm. the five game awards, game of the year nominees last night. Yeah. How many of those were single player based experiences? Right. Four out of the five. You had PUBG, which mm-hmm. was the kind of the outlier. That was the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Then you had Super Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, and Horizon Zero Dawn. I think that is ones. true, and I think Nintendo is actually caring about that type of stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean they they've always been. I mean, let's be honest, their online infrastructure sucks. <laughs> if they were going to be making yeah. multiplayer based right. games, it would be in for a treat. And I like the multiplayer based games. Like I really enjoy Splatoon. I put fifty hours into Splatoon two this year. That's a fun game. Mm-hmm. But it's four v four, and I think if you did six v six, your switch would melt or something. I don't know what <laughs> their infrastructure is made for that. Right. That I loved Splatoon 2. I love ARMS. Playing online in ARMS is fun, but those are quick. I couldn't see the Switch as being... I couldn't see Call of Duty coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's fine. That's all right. That's, I, I don't want Call of Call Duty Call of Duty exists Switch. in its... In its, its in own its little area. ...bubble, and Nintendo should exist in its bubble, and those two bubbles shouldn't pop each other ever, no. I, in my opinion. No. I don't want multiplayer-based experiences on my Switch. Switch. That being said, Rocket League's on the Switch, and it's only 1999. Yeah, but wasn't... So, go after that. Yeah, but wasn't Call of Duty on the Wii? Actually, yeah. Call of Duty... So, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare... Modern Warfare 3, and Black Ops were all on the Wii. Oh, my gosh. That's probably so bad. I mean, Uh, I I played, like... I heard they didn't run that great. I forget what Call of Duty I played, but um, it it was all right. 
just because I had the Wii and I didn't have anything else. So I'm not complaining at all. But um, yeah, let's just let's just uh, <laughs> put it put it in the closet, you know. Yeah. And the skeletons, you know. So that was a different time, though. That was a time when third-party support for Nintendo, like those were two separate. Those right. two, those two ideas were on separate planes. And it seems like now, not to go back to the Switch, but let's go back to the Switch. Uh, it just seems like now that those relationships between Nintendo and third-party developers are just so much better. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even mention this. You got a third-party Mario game published on the Switch this year. That's crazy. Ubisoft made Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is a very good game, by the way. I played a lot of that game this year. I don't know. I, Have you played any of it? I haven't played it. You should play it. Looks really like. It's fun. Do you like XCOM? Not really. Oh, well, you probably wouldn't like. Uh, you probably wouldn't like it then. Yeah. It's like a tactical strategy game. It's really fun. Are you an Ubisoft hater? Do you hate Ubisoft? No, 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 no. Not at we'll all. have to do an episode on that because I have some things to say about people who just blindly disregard anything Ubisoft does. No, no. Yeah, yeah, Ubisoft I respect that. Because I could, I could go on for a while about how yeah. people are too hard on Ubisoft and they're just trying to make good games. And yeah, that, that's I'm it. Just trying to do good. Yeah, screw you. Yeah, that's like the one developer I kind of have it out for. Right. Well. Okay. You have your locks on them, and you're like, you know, I want you to destroy. <laughs> we're getting into. I, I know, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to get into that topic again. We're kind of verging um, into Jim Sterling territory as far right, as our, our loot right, boxes, right, right. but I will say, uh, 2K is kind of getting there. <laughs> just saying, they're headed that. They're just heading saying, that direction. I don't play 2K games really that much outside of WWE. Right. Those games just kind of suck, but that's a topic for another day. But no, maybe not, maybe episode two we'll do why Ubisoft yeah. deserves more credit maybe, than what they get. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to cover? I mean, no. I mean, we covered a lot today. Um, yeah. I mean, but I, I really want to highlight this, the Game Awards. Um, you know, which is great. It was a great performance. It was a great show. I mean, you know, it, it was awesome. It was like Oscars for, you know. It's a good time to be a gamer. Yeah, exactly. It's an exciting time to be a gamer yeah. in the United States of America when they get their own high production value right. show it yeah. was awesome uh congratulations to zelda congratulations yeah. to nintendo congratulations to cuphead we haven't talked congratulations about cuphead. to like everybody that was really just nominated or mentioned yeah. you know they they, yeah. they did good you know yeah what a year for gaming this right was. 2017 right. is going to go down as a, right. a special year for games exactly yeah well all right thanks for tuning in everybody yeah thank you guys we'll be back soon right in please write in so yeah. we can keep having these shows maze productions at gmail.com if that if that ends up not being it it'll be maze productions podcast at gmail.com let's yeah. go maze productions podcast yeah let's, let's go hopefully let's go hopefully that. everybody listen to the end it's going to be maze productions yeah, podcast right. at gmail.com yeah uh, i can i have a confession to make actually i actually haven't set up that inbox yet um, yeah yeah it'll be it'll be up by the time it'll be up by tomorrow maze productions podcast i'll i'll edit right well let's do something okay at the end of this, I'll edit something in to say that, and I'll put it in the front. But All right, cool. uh, thank you for listening. Oh, look yeah. forward to top five Maze Productions video, top five games of the year. Yeah. My top five games of the year coming up. That video is coming. I'll probably shoot it maybe this weekend. We'll see, but it's coming. I'm gonna start posting videos again. I might even get this guy involved. He might get his own show on my channel if he wants it. I haven't talked to him. This is literally the first time. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Do you want to do a show? show? Do you want to do a show? On my like what? Whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you do. do whatever you want. Uh, for now on, for, but for now, the Productions Podcast, signing off. Have a good night. See you guys.